Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. George Clooney, like, kind of condensed. It was stupid. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I am Heather Lee Armstrong. And I am John R. Bray. And I am coming to you from Paris. From Paris. Oh, shit. Hold on. Oh, God. It already this broke. Is so fitting. It already broke. Shit. Are you there? Yep. What broke? The, the headset? Um, okay. Well, it came out. So there's going to be noise. Sorry, Ryan, there's going to be a lot of noise because that's what happens here. So I'm going to shut the window, even though it's like 94 degrees outside. So I'm shutting the window so that there's not that much noise. There's going to be like uh, motorcycles and cars and all that sort of stuff because it sort of reverberates off the, off the building. So there's a lot of noise. And there's Marshall. Marshall is here. My friend Marshall came. And he's here and he's watching me do this, which is really awkward. Well, which is even more awkward because he's only getting half the conversation. He's only getting half the conversation. Exactly. (laughs) That's extra fun. He has. Exactly. I'm also on a very different setup um, because I didn't want to pack the heavy stuff because it was really going to like weigh down my luggage. So Pete gave me this... (laughs) gaming headset that I'm using. So I'm on a gaming headset. Is Pete a big online gamer? Well, yes, he was. What's that? Yes. Yeah. 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 Is he really? Well, he was a nerd. He's a nerd. He's a nerd. Well, well, sure. But you can be a nerd and not be an online gamer. I just never, I I never imagined him as a gamer. Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. He probably has like awards. <laughs> he probably has awards somewhere online where they're like, he, you know, cowboy, <laughs> this will name. Um, yeah, I'm sure he has awards on, online somewhere. Okay, what does he play though? He doesn't play that much anymore because um, okay. he likes to spend time with me. <laughs> Well, you should start playing video games. That's really what that I means. Hate video games. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. How are you? Me? Oh god. It's it's been in the nineties every day and it's been like I don't know, during the day, but when I wake up it's been about eighty five percent humidity. And then it rains. And I don't know if we've discussed this, but I do not have central air. Uh, oh, oh! So, well, so we're in the same boat. Yep, yeah, it is death. <laughs> and I feel I feel really guilty leaving to go get air because Lily is here. Because Lily. So it just feels like, I mean, and she's she's fine. I have fans. Like everything is is okay. She's safe. But I just feel bad escaping the heat. 
when she can't. Mm -hmm. And I don't live in a place where there are any like dog friendly areas that are indoors. She's going to be fine. She's going to be okay. She she and she has been really okay. She's she's extra lethargic, but honestly everybody is right now, so it's just part of the beauty of summer. The beauty. Is it crushes right? your soul. So it was not summer at all in Utah until like last week maybe, and then it got summer for like a day and then it got not summer. So I have not experienced this heat since last year. So we got here, and it is 100 degrees outside. Yeah, unseasonably warm, right? I mean, that's not normal. It's a heat wave in Europe, and they don't have air conditioning anywhere. What are you doing, Marshall? Okay, he's doing his mints. Sorry, Marshall is here, by the way. <laughs> My friend Marshall. If anybody knows, Marshall Sokolov is like way, 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 way old school internet. And he and I became friends again, and he used to live here in the 70s and um, gave me a ton of advice when I came here the first year, and so I invited him to come be with me for a week. So, sorry, get that out of the way. I get here, it is 100 degrees outside, and it is, um, there's no air conditioning. And I get here, and they put me in the apartment, and the woman is like, he says, you know, that everything is good. And I was like, yeah, I know the apartment. And she's like, okay. And like, she like jets. She's here for like two minutes. So I come into the apartment and like, I can't find the fan. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> like I have to search for the fan. Like, where's that fan? I'm fucked. Like, where's that fan? Because how am I going to live in this apartment without a fan? Because there's no, there is like, I'm on the second Floor, Leduzium, Leduzium, Leduzium. And it's so hot. And so I found the fan and it took me a while to assemble it. But yeah. But now you, so you have one fan for the whole apartment? Yeah. One fan for the whole apartment. It's very, very warm here. Just like where you are. Right? Yeah. Well, and without, I mean, if you don't have air and without a fan, like you, you need some sort of air movement, even if it's just moving hot air. Yeah. Just something. You, you can't not have right. it. Right. Yeah. Like, I was I was panicked because I was like, how do you even, like, move the hot air through? And so uh, I found it and I assembled it and was able to get it done. But my jet lag when I got here was really, 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 really bad. <laughs> um, I had a hallucination on the plane. I don't know what caused it. Um, I slept for 30 minutes on the plane here. Um, I had a hallucination when I woke up and then um, got here and just did not know where I was. So it's been an interesting ride since then. <laughs> well, that lingered for a little bit because we I mean, we had a conversation about music two days ago at like three in the morning for you. Yeah. 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 It was three in the morning for me. Like, no, I'm I'm staying awake right now until... Like, I don't go to bed until, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. I, I don't, I haven't been able to get, usually the, the jet lag, I can, like, deal with it because I'm on medication. But I have not been able to get over this. It's been bad. I don't know what's going on. I know what's going on. There's a... <laughs> yeah, okay. I know what's going on. There's a lot going on. Yeah. So, 
my head is just spinning. Is it gradually getting better though? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting better. It's getting a lot better. I um, twisted my ankle two days before, three days before I left uh, for Paris. Right. And it was better-ish, but still bad on stairs. It was bad on stairs. It was better-ish, but it was bad on stairs. And um, and it, the swelling had sort of like spread a little bit. It had stopped. There was a knot in the middle of my foot, the initial night, and then it spread to the rest of my foot. And so my entire foot became black. But I could walk on it. And um, Cowboy's brother is a doctor, and he called his brother, and his brother took a look at it and said, well, if she can walk, it's not broken. So I took that as a green light. <laughs> to, to walk all around Paris. To walk as much as I can. Well, why do you come here? Why would you come here? Why would you come to well, Paris? No, that's true. Why would you come to Paris other than to... You can hear the motos outside, can you hear them? That's why I would go to Paris, would be to ride a moto. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, you know, I had that hot colonoscopist, the gastroenterologist, gastroenterologist um, and I got here and I had been walking. And the swelling and the bruising has gotten, like, really, really weird all over my foot. Um, oh, it, it 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 moved to my toes, and then it moved to the other side of my foot, and then it moved to the other side of my ankle, and then it moved to the back of my foot. And last night I was lying in bed, and it was throbbing, and I was like almost screaming in pain. So um, I was texting Pete, and he was just like, "You have to go to a hospital." And um, Marshall advised me to call my credit card companies to see if I had travel insurance, but I don't. So I went to, to the pharmacy. I went to the, they have many, many pharmacies here. And I said, Hey, can you take a look at my foot and tell me what to do? Oh God. I mean, can't, can't you just go to the hospital there though? Like, um, I think you can, but I didn't want to risk it. So I went to the pharmacy and I said, this is what happened. And he said, let me go. And I took off my shoe and I showed him and he said, do not go to the hospital. There's a doctor around the corner. You can go see him. So Marshall came with me and we walked literally like 30 yards to a doctor around the corner. <laughs> John. Just like a, like a John, physician's office? John, like a- John, literally, I walked around the corner to a doctor's office. I walked around the corner and I walked in and the the secretary was a little eh, but he came out and he was like bonjour and I said I said you know I need five minutes I said uh, how do you say I said cinq minutes cinq minutes and he said I don't do five minute you know observations I do 15 minutes and I looked at him and I was like I would say 20 if you'll give them to me. He's <laughs> <laughs> the most good looking doctor I've ever seen in my life. I was just like, I was. Did he, did he look at it then? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He totally took me into his office right then. I had did not have to wait. I walked into his office 
and he was hobbled. just like I hobbled. Ho- in. I hobbled. <laughs> I did. I hobbled in. I made Marshall come with me because I was like, I want Marshall to like you know witness this. And I told him my name, everything. I showed him my foot, and he was like, mm, you know, I don't think it's. I think you know, if you take some ibuprofen, go get some ice. Here's a prescription if you need to get, you know, a, an X-ray. But yeah, that was it. He spent a good 25 minutes with me, and he was gorgeous, like the most gorgeous man on earth, like a George Clooney, like kind of condensed. Um, it was stupid. Did you tell him that? Well, it's just it's like one of those stupid Paris experiences where you walk in and the doctor is like, "Hello." you need some help? And I was like, well, I need five minutes of your time. And he's like, I will give you, I will give you 15. (laughs) (laughs) And and he was beautiful. And, um, yeah, I'm going to go get some ice. I have to, you cannot buy ice in Paris really. So I have to go buy ice packs because my foot is not okay. So are you not walking as much now? Um, after the we proper been, answer so, is a yes. <laughs> so we are recording at what time is it where you are? Eleven forty six? Central time, yeah. It's about quarter to eleven in the morning on Tuesday. Okay, so it is officially five forty seven PM my time, so I will go walk for the next six hours. That sounds like possibly not the right decision. I know. I'm gonna go get a brace for my foot. And some ice and some ibuprofen, and I'll be okay. But it was just another experience of like, okay, hot doctor. And I looked at him and I was like, I'm fine. <laughs> nothing is wrong with me. I'm totally fine. I'm totally fine. Actually, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm absolutely fine. I'm going to walk away. And at least you weren't walking in and asking him to look at your colon. I know. Could have been and worse. Guess what? Guess what? He offered. Do you you know how much it cost me? I'm thinking nothing, but no. It cost me 27 euros. Really? That's it. And you got right in. You didn't even have to wait. I didn't have... We walked in five minutes before they closed. And I was like, bonjour, bonjour, uh, psych me new, psych me new, psych me new. And he's like, I don't do five. He looks at me in, in English. He's like... I don't do five minutes. I don't do five minutes. I do 15 at least. And I was like, okay. And he's like, oh, okay. So he brings you back to his office and like, he does a whole examination. 27 euros. That's it. So in contrast, mm-hmm. I went to the doctor on Friday because I think there's just some general fuckery with my teeth and roots and sinuses. Okay, and I so ended what's up going with, on? Well, I, I think it's a sinus infection, but this is this is what's great. And, I, and I'm on Augmentin. So anyway, You're I go there. It's a 50... Augmentin? Augmentin. Yeah. What is it's that? It's an antibiotic. Well, it's an antibiotic that just kills lots of things, which is <laughs> how this was explained to me. It kills lots of things. Right. So I go, it's a $50 copay. I I go in, the tech was awesome, like had a really great tech. And then after, after he leaves, I just, I waited a few minutes. It was actually, the wait was fine. And this doctor walks in and I don't think he stopped moving from the second he walked in to the second he walked out. 
he was in the room maybe three minutes, if I'm being generous. And he kind of like half-heartedly looked in my ears and my mouth and my nose. And and I wrote it down because it, it was so mind-boggling to me. And he's saying all of this as he's kind of like, like pinballing around the room. Wait, you wrote and it down. And he said, I, yeah, I, like I, I put this in my phone because it was, it was the most ridiculous diagnosis that I've ever received. Or I don't even know if it's a diagnosis. It was just his advice. He said, cool, augmenting. It will kill anything head to toe. Shotgun approach. You can also take Tylenol or Motrin or nasal spray. Rub Vicks on your chest. Just keep doing things until you get better. Oh my God. And then he walked out of there. I felt like he was going to high five me like a coach. (laughs) He just walked out of the room. I'm like, what the fuck? Of course I'm going to keep doing things until I get better. That is so unhelpful. And I didn't need to spend $50 for you to tell me that. Okay, so how do you feel now? I, I don't know. I guess a little better because Augmentin is killing everything like a shotgun. I don't know. Like a shotgun. <laughs> it's like the spray and pray approach to, to medicine, and I don't understand why that is. You sound, I, so you sound I'm, a I'm little in, nasally. You sound a little... I'm, I'm a little nasally. I'm better than I was. But this was like a, a walk-in clinic operated by Northwestern. So I feel like it should be a reasonably good facility. Mm-hmm. And it probably is. Maybe it was an off day. I don't know. But what that what doctor prescribes a medication and then says, yeah, shotgun approach. <laughs> what the fuck? What the <laughs> An heck? American doctor, apparently, right? God. And, I mean, and and he gave me like three minutes. I think if I had asked him for five, he probably would have been offended. Okay. So I have not wanted to see a doctor while I'm here. I have not wanted to go to the doctor because I'm so scared of what it's going to cost me. Like, what is it going to cost in France? I don't know. So I call Marshall. I do get to talk about Marshall a little bit. Marshall made me call two of my uh, credit card companies to see if they had travel insurance, and there was none. Um, and so I just went to the pharmacy and asked him, and they, you know, gave me good advice. And so I went to you know, the clinic, and literally, it was the most painless. <sighs> Why can't it be like this? <laughs> Why can't it be like this forever? I mean, I walked in five minutes before they closed with no appointment, and I showed him like the foot, which is like most likely, if not broken, kind of fractured a little bit, but bruised all around. And he looked at it, and he gave me twenty minutes of his time, and he wrote me a prescription, and charged me twenty-seven euros. That was it. Why can't it be which like is that? Probably what, like forty bucks? Mm, yeah, forty bucks. That was it. Yeah. Like, why can't it? Why can't it be like that? I just walked in. He had no idea who I was. They hadn't like nothing. He's like, "What is your surname? What is your first name? What date?" <laughs> when he asked me when I was born, I was like, "I'm 
really hot. Um, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm old. I'm sorry. You're right. I didn't say you're hot. I didn't say that out loud, but I was thinking that I was like, Oh God, I'm going to tell my age. Ugh. And why can't it be like that? Why can't you just walk in to a clinic and they take you and they do this and they like figure out what's wrong with you and they spend that time with you? What is, what is the, what? Yeah. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Socialized medicine is, is you know, it's, it's, it's communism. That's what it is. <laughs> it's what it is. Marshall. So maybe that should be part of your trip where you should just like frequent I mean, clinics. I mean, I may need to doc like this may need to be my mission here this time um, because I'm not writing while I'm here. Um, I came here to take a break. I came here to get a big, 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 big break. And I, the jet lag really, really, flattened me and I feel like maybe I'm supposed to since I can't walk everywhere maybe I should go to the clinics and I'm not going to publish his picture because he told me not to privacy um, <laughs> um, but why, like it, it showed me <laughs> like I don't go to the doctor when I'm sick and in, in when I'm home, like, I don't go to the doctor. Like, I didn't go to the doctor when this happened at home. I'm sorry, I'm crying. I didn't go to the doctor when this happened at home. And he threatened to take me to the Instacare. And I was like, don't you dare take me to the Instacare because I don't have any clue what they're going to charge me. I have no idea. No idea. And what they're going to tell me is to go home. And they're going to tell me to put my foot up and have some ibuprofen and ice it. That's what they're going to tell me. So why do I need to go pay however many hundreds of dollars for them to send me that? <clears throat> and so this is why we get sick. <laughs> this is why we die. It's because we can't afford to go when we're, when we're sick. Right, and then it just gets worse. And then and it yeah. gets worse, and it gets worse, and then you have medication, and then medication costs money. That was just a striking experience that I had today. He forced me, Pete and Marshall both forced me to go to the doctor. Pete wanted me to go to the hospital, but Marshall like was very convincing and making me go to the pharmacist who was like, actually, hospital's not the best place. Go to the doctor around the corner. <laughs> it does make me wonder, though, had you gone to the hospital, like what the cost or outcome i mean i imagine the outcome would have been the same but how the cost would have translated, right. or if they would have said the same thing like this is going to be more expensive but go see this doctor and well he li- he literally was just like no 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 no. he's like no no, no. And he's like i see your foot um don't go to the hospital here's a list of doctors in the area and there were like six doctors that he listed on his ipad that i took a picture of and he was like go see one of these doctors they will take you and i was like They'll take me? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll cost about, and I said, how much will it cost? And he goes, uh, 25, 27 euros. And I looked at him and I gave him this look and he's like, what? He's like, he's like, what? And I'm like, do you understand that I'm American? That <laughs> 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 this is not what it would cost? And he's like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. We'll totally take care of you. You're fine. You're fine. So, 
Um, what and oh, these are the experiences that I have in France. <laughs> That's good though. And now you know. Now you know if something happens, you not only have that list of doctors and that that pharmacist that you met, but you know that it's not it's not impossible to get in. It's not cost prohibitive. No, no, That's and I nice. and I tried to ex- like I, we, afterward we went over and had like um, a croque monsieur, uh, which is I guess the French like evening um, dinner and a beer and a glass of wine and I was like, okay, so the first year that I came here, um, I'm sorry I'm talking so much because this was a really 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 fucked up experience. Um, my friend Cammy and I, Cammy, which is called anything that is beautiful that happens, that is like, how in the world that, that did that just happen? We call it stupid, right? Oh my God. That we is, call it what? We call it stupid. Okay. That is stupid. That is, a st- oh my God, that was so stupid. It was so stupid. Like, it's too extraordinary to have possibly happened, but it did. And we call it stupid. And that was one of those experiences where I, look, I walked into an office on a second floor. We had to we had to figure out <laughs> we had five minutes to go, and we had to figure out how to open the door to get into the staircase. <laughs> and, and like we're like trying to read French, and he's like, "No, no, no, read that." I can't. He 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 can't see the small letters. He's like, read it, read it, read it. And I'm like, okay, it says point, do this, do this, this. So we figure out how to open the door and we run up the stairs and we get into the door and we talk to the woman and she's like, ugh. She turns to the guy and he's just like, hello, I am Dr. Jolie. And I was like, I need five minutes. And he's like, you know, it was like that. And he's like, what in the world? This is stupid. Like, this is, this is so stupid, crazy that this can happen and I guess this is normal for people who live in France or Europe or I guess any country that has socialized care, they can do this sort of thing. I get, I mean, I think for routine, for routine things, I mean, I think bigger things from what I've read are, are a different beast, but I mean, it's, that's how it is here too. You know, something bigger follows a different process. It's usually more time consuming, et cetera, but, but to be able to just walk in I mean, to be able to, to walk in and not be asked for insurance yeah. like right out of the gate. Because like, I feel like here that kind of that defines how the transaction is going to progress. <laughs> but when you get there and they don't, like they just want your name and I don't know, it's really interesting. I was completely and utterly blown away and like I was like okay this is not this is stupid this is stupid this is a stupid situation because not only did they take me five minutes before they closed he was the most gorgeous man I've ever seen in my life right it was like oh god no I'm fine I'm fine my foot is on you're not gonna look at my foot I don't want you to look at my foot (laughs) you cannot see my bruised foot no (laughs) that is off limits for you <laughs> oh man and so yeah um it was yeah it's been that's an you know i i come here to walk i come here to um 
see things and not being able to walk is, uh, I don't know, it's really, really hard. It's really hard. It's hard. Sorry, crying. Uh, it's really hard not to be able to walk around as much as I want. So, um, it's been a weird, weird few days. So. Hot doctor. And, and rant. <laughs> Are you... I mean, because we had that conversation about music like two days ago, I think. Are you sleeping a little bit more now? I mean, is it like more every day or? Um, what happens is I usually go to sleep. I usually go to sleep around two or three and then I wake up either around eight or nine and then sometimes 11 and then sometimes noon. Like it's never, it's never, it hasn't yet like gotten its cycle i haven't yet gotten the cycle and a lot of that has to do with the fact that <sighs> fuck, there was a there was a gay pride party that i went to the other night and it fucked me up so it was a good party though everybody be quiet <laughs> it was a good party though <laughs> Um, the woman that i hung out with was 23 and she was from wisconsin she was from Wisconsin? Uh, she was from Wisconsin. It was, oh, I didn't know that part of it. She was so happy to like have another American there. Um, and we hung out until God, 2 o'clock in the morning. And, and then she's like, we're going to go to this field. And I was like, ah, I'm old. <laughs> a field? A field. They're going to go to a field and do some weird drug and i was like i'm old i don't want to do that <laughs> so wow. i started i started at home and went to bed at like three o'clock in the morning and so that again set me off again i know i'm without my i'm without my children what am i supposed to do what would you do without your children you don't have your child for 10 days what are you doing being hot in a house without air conditioning <laughs> Primarily, the weather the weather just makes it super oppressive. So it's kind of hard to be. It makes you not want to leave to the house, right? Totally free. I mean, my house is just as hot, but there's it's like nowhere I go is necessarily cool. So you know, I just get up really early and run when it's ninety percent humidity and. Why Wait are you doing death. that? Because these are run days. I've only got one day a week where I don't run, so I wait for that day. And if I, I go early enough, it's not like, it's not terrible. It's just mostly terrible. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Mostly terrible. You're running in 100 degree heat. What you're doing. It's like swimming on your legs. I can't even fathom what you're doing. Why? Yeah, it's not. I mean, I would prefer a, a different scenario for running, but here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. It's fine. This is why I ran on a treadmill in a um, Jewish community center, the JCC. Yeah. That's why I did Because of the heat? Uh, because of snow, actually. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I was scared that I was going to slip and break my neck. So, because it was a very, very, very snowy season, and we train from the end of December through the beginning of April and it snowed the entire time I trained and there was no way for me to run because I was going to slip and break my neck. Yeah. yeah I would rather run in the snow. You than would? 90 degree heat. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But what about the slipping? Yeah. So the slipping is a problem. But there are things you can do to get around that. I mean, you can slow down. You can get treads for your shoes. But in the heat, there's no there's no escaping it, no right. matter what you do. I met some friends over the weekend to, to play Frisbee golf. And I knew that it was not smart because <laughs> it was really hot. And I got there, and I, I lasted like 20 minutes, maybe, before I was just like visibly dripping with sweat. Like I'm, not, I'm not built for this. I can't do it. And we, I wasn't running. I was hardly moving. I was mostly in the shade. It's just hot. My body does not embrace extreme heat. No, 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 it's awful. It's awful. You can't escape it. You can't get out of it. You can't get out of it, right? Like I understand you cold. Can't, yeah. Cold, you can, like, wrap up and put yourself in a blanket and get yourself warm. Heat, you cannot, like, get out of it. You can't. You can. Well, that's be, always been my argument. Like, you can layer in the cold, but you can only take off so many articles of clothing before it becomes indecent. <laughs> and even then, when it's, like, 95 and super humid, even being naked, it's, it's hot. It's hot. Well, and especially in these places, so where you don't have AC, 
you can't, you cannot escape it, right? You are in, um, you are walking, you're literally finding the places to walk that have shade because it's so hot. And then you are finding the, the shade in the um, places that the restaurants. Um, and then when you come home, it is, you know, 100 degrees in your apartment. And then when you, when you sleep, it's like, <laughs> what, do you, what do you do? <laughs> you lay there until you pass out. That's what you do. <laughs> what do you, what do you do? What do you do? Honestly, what do you do? I know you like you can sleep in the naked, which is what Marlo does, um, but it's so unbearable. It's unbearable. Yeah. You can't do anything other than like like take a wet towel maybe and put it yeah, on your that head. That just tricks you. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't work. It's and it's worse even I think when you don't have air at home it's worse to go somewhere that has it because then you get used to that comfort and it doesn't exist when you get home. So you get home and I mean, I will walk, it'll be 85 by the time it's like evening and I walk into my house and I'm like, Oh awesome. It's 83 in here. This feels Mm -hmm. so much better. So (sighs) theoretically it's supposed to break at least a little bit in the next couple days, maybe. I don't know. It's it's, just, it's exhausting. And after so many days of it, it just, it starts to kind of weigh on you. And I know some people love it and I'm really happy for those people. I'm just not one of them. Okay. You haven't answered the question. You haven't answered the question. What are you doing while you are without your child? I partied Uh, hard with some people who are celebrating pride is what I did. I party yeah, I have. I have. I mean, when I that. when I party, when I party, I party hard. Yeah, but you didn't go to the field and do drugs. I did so not. I did not do that. So I was just like, I told the girl who was twenty three years old. <laughs> by the and yes, and by the way, I went on a date the next day with a girl who was born with the, the same year. with the same girl who was no, twenty three. No, oh. was she? No, she was twenty seven. She was born the oh. year. She was born the year or the year before Kurt Cobain died of suicide, um, and um, I was just like, "Oh, oh, oh, okay, oh, oh, okay, wow, wow, that's where we are." <laughs> anyway, yeah, I told. I dated. Girl- I dated two twenty-eight-year-olds. Really? So, and and a twenty-seven-year-old actually. I don't. I don't. It's that's not for me. <laughs> um, there is. Um, I find that in man there is a lot of noise, and I'm so sorry, Ryan, because there is just a ton of noise outside my apartment right now, of motorcycles and cars going by. Um, sorry, this is going to happen when I'm here. Um, I find that when you get to my age, the age gap between me and 50 year olds is not that bad. So I'm almost 44. I'll be 44 in a couple weeks, right? Yes. My age in 50 year olds is not that bad, but my age in 20 year olds is like, what the fuck? 
You don't even fucking know who Sinead O'Connor is. <laughs> I do think, though, I mean, because I have a friend who's like 28. And she's not like 28. Or not not like the 28-year-olds the that, that I knew. I think it's... I, I hate the expression, an old soul. Like, that's always bothered me. I just right, don't like it. right, right. But it, it's a good way to describe it. Like, there are people in their late 20s that it's I feel Lita. like I can relate really well to. Yes, Lita. And other people, not at all. Like, Lita is, Lita is going to be one of those people who is always going to be able to, to relate to everybody that she sits down with. Because she's going to be the person who's just like, you know what? I have experienced so much life in my short period of time that I know, no, 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 this, 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 and this. Lita's one of those people, right? And so you meet people, though, who haven't experienced any life at all. And you're like, oh, well, do you remember Kameen? And they're like, who? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you don't know, you don't remember who he is or he was? So that didn't work out, I'm guessing. Oh, it was really funny. Um, I just, I thought, I just, I didn't even know what to say after she said that she didn't know who Kurt Cobain was. Um, and I sat there and I just sort of like took a sip of my drink and just nodded my head. And she's like, I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go. <laughs> She said that, or you said yeah, that? Yeah, she said that. Ah. She's like, I think I'm going to go. I'm like, it's fine. It's great. So, yeah. It was fun. I was trying not to be other... judgmental, but I was very difficult about it. Well, I don't even know if it's judgment. I mean, I guess it is judgmental, but it's also just like, you know that without that common ground... It's not that, like, nothing is going to click, so. I mean. It's not that she's you, worse than you. She's just. No, she's not worse than you. Do, you, do you remember where you were when you heard um, uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit? When I heard it? No. You don't remember. But I, I mean, I was, so when, when he, when he took his life, I was 10, I think, because it was, what, 94? Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah, so, oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Okay, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't have, like, a clear memory at 6 or 7 or 8 or whenever it was when Teen Spirit came out. I remember listening to it. I remember growing up listening to it, but no. So... um I remember where I was when I heard it for the first time and it was unlike anything like, and I, I'm sure that many other people have different musical experiences, but I was raised by parents who did not expose me to music at all. So I was born and raised on like Madonna, Michael Jackson and Prince and like, all pop, 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 right? And I I remember being in someone's house and hearing that song for the first time. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? 
what the fuck is happening? I remember hearing it and thinking, I don't understand what life is anymore. <laughs> like it, it disrupted my life. I remember the sound of it, the sound of of him, of his voice and the sound of the song itself disrupted my life. And I know that for many other people it happened as well. And the whole album came out and it disrupted. We didn't know what to do with it. Um, and so for us, like that whole time was so seminal. And so when he committed suicide, it was, excuse me, sorry, when he died of suicide, I can't say that anymore. It's very um, painful for people. And I understand why. Um, when he died, I remember just like, we all, we all just like, we collapsed because his music completely, completely like changed our landscape of life. That's it's what he did. And I think that, I think that he, <laughs> sorry, um, I think that he recognized that he had done that for people. I think Kirk Cobain realized that he had done that for so many people and he did not know how to deal <clears throat> with the heaviness of it. He didn't know how to deal with the um, responsibility of that and that really messed him up. It fucked him up and because he changed the fucking landscape of our lives and I don't think that he was able to deal with it. And that's part of the reason why his depression got so bad. Sorry, I'm a, not an expert on depression, but <laughs> I have some insights. It could be. I mean, I think if you, if that were the case, and then you just add on to that the surge of fame that I think becomes yeah. a lot for anybody. Yeah. He was, not he was not ready for that at all. Either. He was not ready for that at all. And I don't think really anybody is. No. I think some people learn to to cope with it and live in that life better or faster than others. But I don't think anybody's ever ready for that switch to flip. No, I think he, it really, it really, really, really messed him up. All of it did. All of it messed him up. Um, not that not that my situation is any way, you know, near what he is, but I kind of understand the um, the dynamic between the artist and the critic, right? Um, sure. And to put your art out into the world and to have it affect so many people and then to read critics who are so willing to twist what you're doing into something that it's not uh, is a very, very, very um, it's a mindfuck. Um, and I think that he experienced that quite a bit. So, anyway, I was on a date with a girl. 
<laughs> and she was born a year and a half before Cookup Bane committed suicide. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she was like, yeah, we're done. Maybe Sorry. don't make that an icebreaker question next time. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I was just like, wait a minute, how old are you again? And she was like, yeah, I was born in 1992. I was like, oh, my God. What the fuck? What in the world? I said, do you remember Kurt Cobain dying? And she's like, who? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, lesson yeah. learned, right? Yeah. I know, right? Date with the girl? Question mark. It's Paris. You don't have your kids. Mm-hmm. I don't have my kids. That's what I'm doing. What are you I'm doing? Giving it up. Not a damn thing. Working, chasing a puppy. <laughs> I mean, going out, but. I'm so glad I don't have my dog, by the way. I'm so glad I don't oh, have I my dog. By the way, by the way, this is what I do when I don't have my dog. I love dogs when I don't have my dog. <laughs> I see dogs and I go crazy over dogs. I go crazy. Like I will see a dog and I will like sit down and I will pet them for like 30 minutes. Pet, 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 pet. Like honestly, I will like make people annoyed because I'm loving their dog so much. And then I see babies. I saw this baby yesterday around the corner from where we were we were walking and I saw this baby and I was making a face at this baby and she was making a face back at me. And I stood there for like two minutes and the woman was just like laughing at me. And I was just like making faces at this baby because I wanted the baby. I wanted the baby. I wanted her, the baby to, I wanted to take the baby home with me. I wanted to take the baby home with me. So when I'm not around my kids and I'm not around my dog, really like kids and dogs. They're great. It's like, oh, these are so cute. I can leave them alone and not have to deal with them. It's amazing. Well, that's exactly what's so appealing about like nieces and nephews. Like you get the fun pieces without the responsibility pieces. So every single person who is coming up to Lily, remember this, is like, that is the cutest fucking dog I've ever seen. I don't have to take her home. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They they think she's great, and they know that she's a terror. Yep. And they're just very excited that they get to pet her and walk away. They get to pet her, and they get to be be in her cuteness, and then they get to go away. And you have to go home and do it all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's... It continues to be fun, but it it is it is work. It is a lot of work. You being away from your child for ten days doesn't mean that you're away from your dog for ten days. <laughs> okay, no. Oh no. <laughs> Which is an entirely different thing. Oh yeah. I mean it's entirely different. The responsibility is different. But it is it's it's still a tether. It's just a longer tether, I think, is probably the best way to put it. Yeah. But we we have our we have our routine, our walk routine, and she knows when she gets out and up, and when she has to go back in her kennel, and 
Why don't you run her for those 10 miles? She can barely walk for like two. So <laughs> a- honestly, after a mile, she just will stop like every half block and look at me like, what the fuck are we doing? Oh, I'm, you know what? You know what? I'm not going to give you any advice about that because somebody's going to go, Heather giving you advice about your dog is making me angry. But they also, I mean, little dogs also just don't need I know. the same amount of, of movement. So, But I take her out. I mean, I think she probably gets more walking than most like, little dog, dogs. Little dogs just need to, like, stand at a window and bark at people, right? They just need to, like, see a bunch of people and bark at them, and then they're fine. It's true. She doesn't, she doesn't bark a lot, thankfully. Okay. She's pretty. The only time she'll bark is if she wants to play. It's just if she wants to play. She'll carry over a toy and set it by you. And if you don't interact with a toy or interact with her, then she'll bark one time just to get your attention in case you didn't realize she was there. Which is pretty damn adorable, honestly. And it works every time. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you. You are. You are done. You are done. You oh, are I'm totally in love with are, the dog. You are toast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You are toast. Oh, yeah. That is not attractive to women at all, John. (laughs) (laughs) So far, it's been really appealing to women who are 60 and older. So it's (laughs) not necessarily my target demographic. But I just wish it was cooler so that I could go out and about with her. But it's just so... And she's black, so I feel like... She gets so hot when it's like 95 degrees out. Oh my God. Yeah, she's so hotter. We're, we're outside for like five minutes and she's almost hot to the touch. Because no, Coco is the know. exact same way. Coco, Coco, Coco has long hair. Coco gets so hot so fast that it's like, um, I can't, we, we, she has to be in the shade. You cannot put her out in the sun because she will die. Um, and people don't understand this. And um, it's like, no, 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 my dog is old. They're like, no, she's not. I'm like, no, really, actually, my dog is 11. And they're like, what? Your dog is 11? I'm like, yes, she's 11, and she's black, and she has to be in the shade. Sorry. And they're like, oh, my God, I love this dog. Um, So I know. And Ryan is having to deal with Le Moto outside my window. Sorry. It should be pretty quiet on my end, Ryan. Yeah. It's just me sitting almost naked in my office on the second floor. It's pretty great. I'm, I keep hitting my gaming headset that Pete gave me. Oh, my God. I'm on a gaming headset. This is so weird. Anyway. Um, Do you feel awesome, bro? I feel is awesome, bro. Like, I scored, like, I don't even know. How do you know? I mean, what's the language? I scored? I don't think... I don't think online gaming is scoring. I mean, I don't do a lot of online gaming, but I don't know. I I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. What what do you say? What do you say? Like, I uh, I got, I don't know. I have no idea. It's a, it's a world I know nothing about. I know nothing. I know I literally know more about French language than I do about gaming, (laughs) which says a lot because I, I go places and I'm like, Bonjour, je suis, uh, and I wait for them to go, oh, you're English, so what do you need? <laughs> right. 
So oh, anyway, man. okay. Oh, low battery. Shit. My right. battery. We're kind, of, we're kind of nearing the end here. Yeah, my battery in France is not good. Um, for some reason, it's bad. Okay, so if you want to send us stories about uh, hot doctors, um, French doctors, European doctors, anything medical in the uh, European area or socialized medicine would be great because I just experienced it and it was fucking amazing. Can I just re reiterate that? Um, and he was hot and he won't let me post his picture. <laughs> I may post his picture and black out his face and blur it out. Um, I won't do that. I'm sorry. I won't. I won't. I won't. Um, but if you have any, um, I would love your advice about uh, the medical system in Europe and dogs and walking them and running in 100 degree heat. <laughs> Why are you doing yeah, I don't recommend that to anyone who's maybe thinking it sounds great. It's not. I'm here for another several weeks, and I hope this works. I hope Ryan can work with his audio and can make sure that the uh, motorcycles in the background don't fuck up too much stuff. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. But you can email those stories or questions or anything to stories at manicramblings.com. And as always, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Manic Ramblings. And of course, on Patreon, patreon.com slash Manic Ramblings. Thank you to the new patrons for helping us uh, keep the show on the road, even when we're not even in the same country. Pretty awesome. <laughs> Different countries, yes. And um, until next time, uh, when you go to the doctor and he's hot, this is the right response. It is, oh, hello. Um, actually, I'm mistaken. I, I meant to go to the grocery store. Sorry, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm totally fine. I'm totally fine. <laughs>